Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, we are live. We are live with uh, two uh legends in the business uh we're trying to get uh we're trying to get my boy <laughs> ice train <laughs> on uh video uh but uh it's, uh, it's you all know good. what it is you know what it is he's just afraid to have his face up next to mine <laughs> that that is <laughs> not the issue that is not a, you know what that's not the issue at all because <laughs> I'll have people calling in on your show to my man. How do you reverse time like that? <laughs> that guy looks like he looked 20 years ago. So I'm not even trying to sell my vitamin product on your show tonight. That's funny, man. That's funny. Yeah. Well, as you say in the middle right there is my guy, PN News. And then uh, at the very far right is a uh, audio version of uh ice train but he is he is live though with us uh he just couldn't get his um his video uh <laughs> you know y'all got jokes tonight it's all good though it's all good we we here we have fun this is good to go let's go let's do it all right man let's 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 rock and roll man you know i just wanted to freestyle it today um uh two weeks ago well i've had you train on the show a few weeks back and then uh, uh news i had a uh, you on the show about two weeks ago, and I was excited. Uh, that was your second time on the show. This is uh, train second. This is now news's third time on the show, and um, man, I was excited to 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 catch up because it's been three years since he's been on the show, and I had a splitting migraine headache, and it. I was, you know, if I had a dollar every time I had a girl tell me that too, Chris, come on. <laughs> it, it, it was, it was, it was so, I mean, it was, it was like my left eye, like someone was poking it. I actually had to go to the emergency room afterwards um, because it was so bad. Um, you are really selling that. You are doing no, 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 Hey, hey train, I, ch- I checked in on him. I checked in on him the next day. There. He said, he's, I said, hey, man, you're all right. And he, and he told me about it. So, yeah, yeah he was, I went to the, the, the next so, day. He was at the gym working out. I was. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. I can't miss a day. Yeah, man. man. I actually was at the gym. Got it going on then. I was actually at the gym with a migraine the day of. See, uh, that's what I'm talking about. See, that means that you really see when you buy into your own gimmick. <laughs> that means you're over. You, you <laughs> took the mic. I'm headache. over. Yes. Hey, you, yeah, you, yeah. Sold you sold it to the audience and you went to the gym to show your toughness. <laughs> yes. Hey, yes. When you have a normal voice and you start talking like this yeah. all the time, baby, because, because that's part of the gimmick and you're selling your own stuff, if you will. <laughs> if you will. I had a, I had a migraine headache, baby. <laughs> <laughs> no, this is good, Chris. Because you know, like uh, what I was telling you last time, that me and uh, 
me and train were over in Europe for a long time, man. And we had, we had a blast. I mean, the thing is, is what I didn't tell you is, is train and I were like married to each other. Mm -hmm. we, had, we had to fight each other for two years straight. And I mean, I'm telling you what, for a while it was a fight, wasn't it? Wasn't it a, let me let me start to give it off right you know you know jb jbl ain't gonna want to hear this i remember one night we were we were in bremen germany and we were fighting remember that night me and jbl fought for the cup he said yeah i'm ready to get ready to go to wwe baby take the cowbell and open me up I said, you really want me to take this Kyle Bell and open you up? I will open you up in front of everybody in Bremen. Wow. So John was like, nah, you know what, bro? Don't open me up. Don't open me up. So the next year, it was men, men Grizzly. It was like Vader and Otto. It was a bunch of stiff clotheslines. It was really fun. I, I mean, we, Hell no, the, I had a black. we beat the shit out of each other. It was really no, nice. We, 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 we had but Chris, we had this. We had this. Uh, we had this. There was a uh, a reporter. The reporter was there every night, and he was front row. They had press tables and everything like that. Mm -hmm. And I actually wrote about us in the paper one day. He goes, "Wrestling might be fixed, but these two hate each other." Wow! Wow! Yeah, no, it was the best accolade we could ever get, man. And I mean, we were doing that. We were doing that three or four nights a week, man. It was uh, it was fun, man. It was it was really fun. And that was in catch, right? Germany. Yeah. Catch. For mm -hmm. auto, man. It was auto would um auto would make us work Monday. We might one day I think we worked twenty five straight days. It was, was it, yeah, it, it was ridiculous. It, and that range I mean, over there didn't give. It was like one thing working a bump. every day. It's one. It's one thing working every day when you're in a different town, mm -hmm. but when you're in the same town, you got to get kind of creative. And and we're not exactly uh, technicians, <laughs> if you will. You guys are brawlers, <laughs> baby. If you will, you yeah. got to go out there and you get all the power slams in, baby. Baby, if you will, you don't come in. He's got the, he's got the big arms. He's like twenty five inch arm. If you will. He's a towel. You know, that, that was my towel, man. Towel, you know, baby. <laughs> Dusty was, man. Dusty was one of y'all can man, that was one good dude, man. American dream was yes. He had, he, Jimmy was great. He, I, I don't I don't I personally with him, but but yeah. his, his gimmick was spot on, man. He he yeah. did a great job. Well, let's go into that. Let's go into that. So we'll we'll start off with uh, Ice Train uh, for those who are just joining. So I can read. Well, all you should start off with the original superstar on this show right now. Paul should follow. You me. are the original title, <laughs> baby. Wow, where you at? Because it sounds like you're getting deep there, bro. Yes. Uh, so, like, we we got the the, the chat room is uh, super uh, just lit right now. Michael GHP India, what's going on, everybody? Chris, uh, Gary, Brian, uh, Jeff, Dante, Aaron, Mo. What's happening? Uh, Tell them we uh, all said what's going on, baby. Yeah, they hey, can hear you. We appreciate them all. We appreciate them. Thanks for listening, folks. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, the, the the chat rooms are awesome. So if you have any uh, any questions to ask uh, Ice Train or PN News, uh, go right on ahead, and we uh, we we will make this happen. Let, uh, me let me tell you how Paul got his rookie of the year. 
with Dallas. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Let me tell you something. You know, ten ten years later, ten years, <laughs> he got he got WCW Rookie of the Year. The man came out with Salt and Pepper. So for some of you young folks out there, Salt and Pepper was a hip hop group, mm-hmm. and you had to see the six foot three, four hundred pound coming out with the hottest spandex on ever. That's right. I said to myself. I said, that got to be the American dream coming up with that gimmick. Because, <laughs> brother. It he, wasn't, no. It and, wasn't. And, and, and Paul ain't have a lick of soul, but damn it, he pulled it off. He hit the yo, baby, yo, baby, yo, baby, yo. Okay. And then, and, and then, you know, that dial you put on Facebook with the green and everything. My yeah. friends, my I mean, that was a beautiful thing. With Grizzly, you know, I called him Grizzly. He called yeah. me, you know. Yes. I, I, you know, when we was in, you know, when we was in Germany, I had Grizz had a girlfriend. She was our top model. Then I introduced you to a top model. Yeah, top, I know, top, yeah, man. Top. Yeah, she's pretty tight, man. Yeah, yeah. man. You hang out with I, I the train. I, I, you got the birds back then, brother. Well, yeah, you know, we were, you know, we were hanging and banging. We had our good things going on, and this is a. We're gonna keep this good because this is a family operation. Yes, it is. But you know, we we had no, no. But he has swag though. The man was four hundred and ten pounds with a swag. It could do a moonsault off the top rope. Everything. Yes, sir. And then was benching six over six hundred and fifty pounds. And that's yeah, you did that. You did that for me. You helped me, man. He helped me. I was stuck on about five thirty-five for for a long time, man, and. And, uh, and I, I, I asked training, man, he started, he started training me and I'll tell you what, if, if anybody's ever looking for, for, uh, you know, help in the, in the gym or, or with a workout or just a change up, he's, he knows it all when it comes down to, to, uh, when it comes down to, to doing stuff in the, in, in the gym and, and, and nutrition, train's got it all. Uh, he knows. See, we talk, we talk about real legit. I ain't talking about no numbers where they at the gym, Chris, with the back all up, baby. I got Paul's. I got what they call the ultimate mountain, the powerlifting USA plaque. In 1991, I was 22 years old with a legit 680-pound bench press. Mm. Mm-hmm. And I'm talking about when I say that's 1991. That's before they had 900 bench press shirts that you can put on in all the wraps. When I tell people I did a, I did a 660 without a bench pass, they go, what? <laughs> they just can't believe the crap. But see, right? Chris, they ain't still ain't as tough as you, baby. Because you went to the gym after a migraine. With a migraine, baby. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you we understand. The man was in the gym next day training. Only right. with him. Other than Terrell Davis, I ain't never seen nobody do it like he did it, man. Right. Terrell Davis, man. This is Terrell, man. I can see it right there, man. Bro, it's, it's awesome, man. man. Hey, it's awesome. man, listen. I've never had anybody put me over as much as you are trained right now on my show, so I'm, I'm eating all of it right you now. Go right. Right. Hey, 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 you know eat what? all of it, baby. You, you, you know what it, what it is, man? When you come to the age when you can realize you sitting at work and you got a headache, and you're sitting there with the audience depending on you to lift their evening up, yes, and you yes, going sir. out here, Amen. and you say, I got a headache, but I'm going to work through this. 
Yes. Man, I appreciate that. Because, see, that's what's wrong with America Amen. right now. They don't like to work no more. It's too many no, sick. No. It's too many sick days out there right now. Right. <laughs> right. You know, right. You know, I mean, I mean, guys back in the day, man, used to work 350 days out the year, and there wasn't no guaranteed contract. So I want to give a shout out to all of you know my mom. Exactly, man. Exactly. No guarantees. I mean, to to all the old timers, man, from the Popos to the Bobo Brazils to the Bulldog Dockin. Them dudes laid the foundation. For the guys that uh, the guys that worked the territories, man, back in the yes, day. Yes, yes. I mean, working. You'd be somewhere for three months, and then you back up, and you move, and you go on for three months, and then you go back, and you just keep running these territories. And they did that. They worked their butt off. They laid the foundation. And you're right, man. There are so many guys that really laid a foundation, and uh, that, that that really uh, put put it on. Put wrestling on the map for us. You know, see, that's, that's what, and that's what I'm telling you, Chris, is that that's why your podcast touch people's lives. I ain't putting you on. I'm shooting with you. And when people love pro wrestling, when I go to autograph sessions, I look in the rooms like, man, these people love this business. Mm -hmm. So when you're sitting there with a headache, and 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 you sitting there with really. 400 pounds of pressure on your head and your head is hurting and you're sitting up there talking to Grizzly or PN News or whoever you're talking to, man, that means you love what you do. And that's yes. awesome, brother. Yes, sir. Hey, Absolutely. Hey, Chris, I don't know about you, but I want to bottle this guy up, man, and sell him to the public because <laughs> this guy is just inspiration. Yes. Bottled up, man. Yes. Sell this, can't you? Hey, man, hey. You, you, you want, you're ready to go, aren't you, Chris? I love it, man. I'm fired up now. I'm ready to go now. I'm fired so you up. Hope you get a migraine. You hope you get a migraine so you can go back to the gym right now. Right. 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 I want another migraine. <laughs> Chris got that 24 hour fitness car, so he's going to leave the gym right now. He's going to hit do. one of them. One of them 24-hour gyms. Yeah. That's right. We motivated. And yeah, anybody funny. else out there, baby, go get that walk on the treadmill and stay healthy out there, yes. man. Absolutely. Yep. This is this is a beautiful time, man, to stay healthy. Yeah. It is. And, you know, uh, Chris, I mean, I wanted to say, because me and, me and Train had, uh, you know, we'd been, we'd been in touch just a little bit. And then, like, recently in the last couple of uh, yeah, what has it been about six, eight weeks? Train, we've been talking quite a bit and stuff mm -hmm. like that moving forward. And and I, you know, I I hope to be doing more corroborations with with Train in the future. There's, no, I mean, it's not anything we can talk about. But I oh, think yeah, we're going to no, build no, 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 no. We, we're going to talk about it. I'm going to take 150 pounds off Grizzly, and then I'm going to get his butt back in the ring. And I'm gonna splash him one more time. Ah. That's what I'm gonna do. Man, he's just gonna how 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 non selfish is that? He's gonna take 150 pounds off me just so he can beat me up one last time. Right, just so he can splash. <laughs> it's a beautiful thing. A, hey, you, you, that's, that's, hey, just just that is just hey, wonderful, hey, man. Hey, hey, I'll tell you. One night we were in the three man tag. Guy named Eddie Steinblock. I forgot okay. what he did. Oh, and, God. and he turned his shoulder on me. We had about an 80 pound keg in the locker room. It was a big keg. I had on them gloves. I promise you. I mean, that's the first time I ever got mad in pro wrestling. Mm. I hit, I punched that keg across that room. 
I didn't sell it, but the next day my fist was killing me, though. Jesus oh. Christ. But, but, hey, but, hey, the locker Eddie, room. Eddie Steinblock had a habit of, you know, God rest his soul, but he had a habit of upsetting people. Mm-hmm. Wow. Eddie, Eddie was Eddie was a good guy, though. Mm-hmm. He, was, yeah. he was a good guy, man. It's so he looked many... after us. Remember, we stayed at his, we stayed at his house yes. at one year, yes. uh, you, me, and Chubbs. Yep, man. Eddie yeah. was Eddie was a good guy. I mean, you talking about some quality guys from Finley to Franz Schumann to, I mean, Dave Taylor was always a comedian. You know, yeah. Dave, Dave could be Tony Sinclair, Mick oh McMichael, Tony uh, Sinclair. Just a, you know, guys like Eckstein, who younger kids that came up in the time, and you had Robbie Brookside there. And, Brookside, uh, yeah, he's with uh, NXT now. Brook, yeah, yeah so, Brookside, I pulled that yeah. hair all night long. He, 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 could, and he could tell some stories, man. People would just sit there and listen to Robbie for hours and hours and hours. It was fun, so, man. Drew McDonald, oh my God. Drew McDonald, man. That is one of the most entertaining Scottish men you know, a man could ever meet. <laughs> he did some really disgusting stuff. <laughs> Drew, Drew, yeah, you, we can't talk about that on your show. We got a lot of spirituality hey. on your show. Yes. God yeah, is too. already pulling yeah. miracles on you getting rid of that headache. And running Amen. Amen. It's living every day. And I, I'm keeping it real, man. It's, it's a miracle. Tomorrow yeah. I'm going to celebrate my 54th birthday. Oh, well, congratulations, yeah, man. So I'm going to walk into the gym tomorrow and I'm going to do 225 for 54 reps on the bench. Nice. That's my birthday Amen. gift to myself. Amen. Oh, Amen. Oh. Now, Jericho was with Catch uh, too, right? He worked with, uh, he worked for Hamburg. He was Rene Lazatez's product. He, I don't think he ever did anything uh, for Otto Vance. No. But, uh, and and uh, Rene Lazatez was Hamburg and he had a tournament that would would go parallel at the same time Hanover, Hanover did, okay. and usually when that would finish, then a couple of those guys would come in, and he might have done like two weeks at Hanover or something like that. But yeah. I mean, but but that was a nice tournament, and Jericho did a lot over in England too. So oh, and, nice. and I believe he did uh, some stuff in France. Nice. It, Jericho's a cool dude. Yeah. Oh yeah, I ran into him. We have this there's this thing called Bakken. It's uh it's the largest. Uh, metal festival in in in, the, in like Europe or the world, mm-hmm. and they put on wrestling. They actually put on wrestling there, and in, in this in the largest uh, festival tent in the world. And uh, we had we actually followed uh, Fozzie, his 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 uh, his band, mm-hmm. you know. So he was there. He wasn't wrestling, but mm-hmm. our show went on after him. So he was cool because I I knew him from from years before. So okay. that was that was two thousand. That was 2012 when I ran into him last year. Oh, nice. All right, let's address a few of these questions here. Give them to me. Uh, let's see. There's a lot, so I'm going to go up, go up, go up. Um, let's we'll start with, um, yeah, ask, uh, do a hashtag, uh, hashtag ask train or ask uh, PN News. Axe Ice Train, however, so I can just so, so they can stand out. But here's one here. Um, Corey's asking, uh, who was your favorite opponent to face for PN News? This is, I mean, this is self serving, but I actually would have to say Ice Train uh, was actually one of them because we had such a blast in those days. Mm-hmm. And I'd have to say, um, probably. Uh, there was a there was a secondary one where um, I was working with uh, with uh, Tony Sinclair 
um, over there quite a bit. So those two guys were, were my favorites. I know it's probably disappointing that it wasn't somebody from the States or anything like that. Oh, but like I, I spent so much time over there. So, but, but really it's gotta be H has gotta be the guy I really enjoyed. Uh, I, you know, like I said, we, we wrestled each other maybe a hundred, 120 times in two years, you know? So it was, there was quite a, Quite a thing going on there. It was, right. it was a bromance, I guess. And we put and we put Glutes Maximus in the sea too. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. They they were coming out there to see it, nice. right? Exactly. We, we, we oh no, talk, we, we didn't, we didn't we talk to each that. other. That first year, I think we really didn't like each other. That's what made them so good too. Well, we yeah, I, no, yeah. because there was yeah, we had we had fury and rage there, winding everybody, winding everybody up, telling them oh, oh yeah, we had all that crap going on. Yeah, these two, Rage and Fury, they came over and they were winding everybody up, trying to get everybody going up against each other. And I think at one time they had me and Train and JBL all, all just pissed off at each other. <laughs> so it was, it was, really, it was really good. So we all sat there in Vienna and going, wait, what? They said, what to you? And they said, what? You know, we were all like going, oh, man. <laughs> yeah, it was uh, just one of those moments, man. Wow. Nice. All right, this uh, this one for both of you. We'll start with uh, Train. Uh, Chris is asking, "What do you guys think of Brian Pillman Jr.?" We'll start with uh, you, Train. I think um, he comes from a good background. His dad was a cool dude, hard worker, undersized, and um, I think he's. I think he has a lot of talent. I watched him a couple nights. I love his movement in the ring. You know, I like athletes who are real athletes. Mm -hmm. So I like I like him. I think he's gonna be um I think he's gonna be good in the next three, four years. Nice. Yeah, I think uh I think he's gonna he's gonna develop pretty well. And as Strain said, his dad was a tremendous athlete, a tremendous hard worker and overachiever. Yeah. You know, um he had that you know, when you're when you're like the smallest nose guard in the NFL, you know, you kind of got a chip on your shoulder, yeah. and that's the way he – that's just the way he wrestled, and that's the way he lived his life, man. Ohio native, too, fellow Ohioan. So, uh, yeah, that's uh, that's awesome. Yeah, I've had Brian Jr. on my show before, and, uh, yeah, he's a pretty cool dude. Uh, train, <clears throat> two-parter. Don't know if this question has been – the GHP is asking. Don't know if this question has been asked on the show before, but what were your meals like on the road as a wrestler, and was it hard to stick to that regimen? No, at that time in my life, that was my thing. I was – um, what's the word I want to say? I was in my own world. I didn't do all that eating tuna, eating chicken. If I wanted a McDonald's, I pulled over and got me a McDonald's and get <laughs> And, and that's just how I was. And I felt at that time, and it's a shoot, nobody was stronger than me in the world of wrestling. I don't care who it is. Nobody was. When I first walked in the doors, that was my thing. I knew I was the legit strongest guy. Bill Casmer, not even him. And when I walked in them doors, I was the strongest. I wish I would have ate better. I wish I would have took care of my body better. But I kind of learned that. Um, my wife taught me how to see my wife does all my meals she cooks my food and that's why I probably look better now than I did when I wrestled I really do and uh, because my wife takes care of me she 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 takes care of me I get I gotta give her credit for that nice <clears throat> that's awesome uh let's see 
Mike is asking uh, favorite roast stop shops to eat. So that's uh, for both of you. Start with uh, PNUs. Dude, God, I don't know, man. It's just, dude, I'll tell you what, I'd have to say uh, nothing beats a uh, kebab shop over in Europe. You know, a nice, mm. a nice uh, gyro, gyro with uh, oh yeah, tzatziki, loads of onions and some <sighs> red pepper stuff. No, 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 nothing. What was the place we used to eat at every night in Bremen? Every night. Um, not The Torfab and Ankers, yeah. Yes, I yeah, not, Oh, you were you talking to the Bratkatafel and the Bro, we could go there. Listen, Chris, go there for fifteen dollars. Mm. Eat, eat, and drink all we want every night. Every night, every wow. night, and, and it and wasn't I'm, fifteen dollars. It was fifteen Deutschmarks. It was yes. like ten dollars. Ten dollars. Wow. We go there because uh, all the fans would follow us in there, and she'd put this big plate of big fried potatoes and Ooh. these frikadellas were like these like these hamburger patties that like mm -hmm. had onions and spices and all sorts in it. it was so throw a couple eggs on top of it, I'll tell you what. And then I'll and then I'll drink about ten I'd drink about ten liters of uh of beer to go with it. And, and I mean everybody <laughs> ever in the world of wrestling went in there. From Andre the yeah. Giant to the There are photos on the wall from Andre. Yeah, everybody. Andre would Dick Andre, Murdoch. Dick Murdoch, um Tokyo Joe, Chono, Hogan, anybody who ever yeah. came to Germany the only person never walked in them doors, God rest his soul, was the ultimate warrior. But that's because he was in Hanover. But he never came yeah, to Bremen. Yeah. But if yeah, you no, came into Bremen, if you came into Bremen, that was that was better than going to Tokyo into the uh, Riveros. Listen, House. my whole my hotel room that I have tonight is about the same size as this bar was. Mm -hmm. But somehow there would be wall to wall, and it would just be like thick with smoke. Because you know everybody smokes over there at the time, and I'll tell you what that place would be full. There'd be fifty or sixty people in there every night of the week, just wanting wow. to see, wanting to see the wrestlers. You know, it was it and, was it was only like a five minute walk from the from where we were wrestling, so it was perfect. And then you would have the, after the Bremen Catch Cup, we would have this tournament, and um, you would um, do the tournament on a Friday, and then on Saturday we would have the big tournament. Where everybody from America will come in, and man, it would be it would be like a family reunion. I remember I had Dick Slater over there, and I had Dirty Dick Slater. I remember Slater coming. Oh in. my God, he was so drunk. Dang, we had Slater. Just... We I remember I remember one year uh, when the first year Benoit came over. He'd been in New Japan for a while, and I remember when Benoit first showed up on the scene over there. Him and Finley tearing the houses down. Funaki, mm -hmm. uh, Funami, uh uh, Vader was, you know, was a huge, huge star over there at one point. Uh, Terry Funk, I mean, I watched Terry Funk punch a horse. <laughs> really? Oh, yeah. Wow. Dude, oh, tell, clinic, you know, it was just... It was, no, 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 no. I'm cutting everybody <laughs> off. I'm doing the cutoff. You ready? <laughs> just imagine all of Vance lines up this elephant. <laughs> it's 30 guys trying to pull the elephant. Elephant pulls us like we all weigh 100 pounds. I'm talking about JBL. Um, we had 
Paul was on the Grizzly was on the team. Uh, what was the big guy? Primo Canero was on the yeah. team. Yeah. Oh my uh, god. I mean, oh Primo. It was like we had a little guy named Mad Dog. Mad Dog was Napoleon. Oh my god. He was he, dude. He was intense, wasn't he? He was every <laughs> night. He was intense. And um, oh my god. And um, and I I mean that the, the the elephant pulled us. The guy said go. I had never felt so violated in my life. <laughs> that elephant pulled us so quick. I said, that's that's bad. It was 30 of us. So yeah. I was like, you know what? I'm not really strong. Nobody's really strong. <laughs> this gentle creature just, just dogged yeah, us. Gentle creature that could smash your head like a, yes. like a grape. Oh, my goodness. Oh, but, but hold on. Tell him we got the first. We did the first ever. You see those little bitty cars? Who's that car we got in, Grizzly? Oh, the smart cars. The smart car. Me, yeah, Grizzly, when they first came out. <laughs> me, Grizzly, and Mastino were the first people to ever get in the smart car. And they had, yeah. we were all over 300 pounds. <laughs> and we drove that smart car. You're probably way more than the car itself. Dude, yes, those things are so tiny, man. I, I remember going to one another time. I went I went to one extra in a, at a, to a press conference. Mm-hmm. And, oh, and that was another thing we used to do over there in Europe. We used to have these press conferences, Chris. And I told you there was a story about a boat. And I don't think – I don't think train – you were there, train. So it's a beautiful day, and we just pulled into Hanover from Vienna, and we're going to do the press conference. And there's this beautiful uh, man-made sea, and since the day was warm, the one of the photographers, one of the uh, ladies that was uh, – that was calling the shots is from the paper, the biggest paper, the Neue Presse, the Bild Zeitung, they were all there. So she wanted us to take pictures up by the, up by the lake. And there was these little tiny rowboats. So you know where this is going, right? And there's this dock. And now they, she wants me train and, and this other guy, Maschino Mantar. Yes, to get, man. into, to get into this little boat. Right? <laughs> You gotta get Stavis a <laughs> shout out. <laughs> hey, hey, Mike, if you're listening, man, we, we love you. Buddy. We love you, Mike. Uh, <laughs> so then, uh, so the promoter's going, well, somebody get in the thing. So I, I was the first one to get in, right? Mm-hmm. And so uh, Man- Mantar's going to come in next, and uh, he goes to put his foot on the bow, and he goes, well, rebalance the boat a little bit, move over to the side. So I moved over to the side. And water starts creeping in the side of this boat, right? And everything happened in slow motion. Did I turn the oven off? Was you know? Am I really sick too? It, 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 you know, is is, is Christmas going to come early this year? I mean, all these thoughts are going through my head, and I'm like reaching up in the air, and I can't reach anything. The last thing I do is I push the boat next to me, like that's going to give me leverage or something. <laughs> Dude, the boat put boom, I'm in the water. Oh, yeah, you should have known that was going to happen with y'all. But, but, but Chris, you so got to really understand. Click, 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 click. Yeah. And there's 20 wrestlers, and they're all laughing their butts off, right? And uh, But this is that's not the funny part. So this dock, this dock is at least three feet above the water, and I've got no leverage or anywhere to put my footing underneath. Mm-hmm. And by the time two guys tried to help me out of the water, 
when I started scooting up the side of that dock, I looked like a walrus trying to get out. Of <laughs> it was like a mantar. <laughs> hey, 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 y'all be nice. <laughs> Vince gave him that gimmick. <laughs> That's the cow, man. All right, let's, do, let's uh, zoom through these uh, questions real quick. Uh, let's see, uh, Corey, real quick uh, for Train. Uh, how tight were you and Scott Flash Norton in and outside of the ring? Man, you know what? I'll be honest with you, man. Norton was probably a nice guy. I was just a really rude person back then. If I didn't like you, I just didn't say nothing to you. You know, it was something that they threw together, mm-hmm. fire and ice. And, man, Norton was a cool dude. I think we were just both misunderstood. And, and and that was it. I think Norton was a cool dude, but we really didn't talk. We just talked when we got to the arena. And that's because I think Norton, even though he did NWA, NWOB team, mm-hmm. if we would have really focused on fire and ice, we would have been great. Mm-hmm. We really would I think, have. Yeah, I think that would have been a phenomenal gimmick, you know. But I, I mean, in your development, and for, for your best thing, the best thing you did was come to Europe, though, at that point. But and, um, I think you could have gone back and been a good leader in that team because – when you when you left Europe, the last time you left Europe over there, you'd actually finally it was really clicking for you. You know what I mean? You were, you know, you knew why, you knew the why and the what and the where. You know, it wasn't, oh yeah, it wasn't oh. just not go here and take somebody's shoulder uh, head off. I've got to, it's got to be set up. So so it was, so, it was know, a learning phase. You know, yeah, get sympathy on train. There was no way to get sympathy on him. And then once he figured out. That I got to sell a little bit in order to get that sympathy man. He was, it was like boom. It was night and day, you know. Uh, yeah, you, you picked up a lot over there, though, man. I, you know, Europe, man. Let me tell you, when I knew Europe was great for me, I don't think Finley had ever been pent in a long time, uh-huh. and and we were in we were in Vienna, Austria. Peter Williams come up to me, the promoter. Peter's a great guy. Because that means, brother, I was so bad my rookie year. I think they paid me a whole year to work. They paid me. You know, WCW used to give me checks that I would just sit at home and just collect. But when I was in Germany, I was just really used the first year for just advertisement and commercial. Any event, I was there. But, man, my first year there, I was like, they got to fire me, man. They just paying me two grand a week and I'm not even working. Wow. Yeah, but it was it was it was Peter that started using you in Hanover that yes. year. You know what I and mean? Peter Peter's like, you're gonna get in here. So I would go to the rain with fit in the morning and we would do some working and man, because I my thing is I just didn't want to really hurt nobody. Mm-hmm. You know, like Grizzly liked to bleed and he liked his mouth busted <laughs> open. So it was fun to work with him. He's like, all right, good. You know, I, you know, I got a concussion, so it's cool. I might have dementia when I get older in life, but right now, right, it's right okay. now, it's okay if you drop me on my head. Right, you know? right. I remember, I remember when Kane came over there. We worked, and I dropped Kane right on his head one night. I said, "Oh, baby, my bad." So I just think <laughs> I dropped Glenn. I dropped Glenn right on his head. He's like, "Train." I was like, hey, bro, you got to tuck your head back. Two rookies blaming each other, man. It ain't, man. Right, right. Hey, I'll, we I'll were both what, though, rookies. I'll tell you what, we had 
there's a picture. I, I don't know where it's at, but there's a picture where Train, he's wearing black and white, and I'm wearing black and blue, mm-hmm. and he's got me, he's got me up in a perfect suplex, man, and my feet are straight up and down, man, and we're in a, we're in a perfect straight line. I wish I had, you still got that picture, Train? Yes, I got it. I, I have it, but I'm holding it against you for a lawsuit that's pending. Oh, for my, for, for <laughs> From a back problem, even though you right, right. yeah, so I figured I could sue you in a couple of years from now. Right. You know, well, what are you gonna do about your face, man? Because you got to be suing somebody for that eventually. But you, you know what? <laughs> I, 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 you know, you got to remember, Otto, Otto used to advertise me as a sunny boy, baby. So right, I was, I was that gorgeous boy. black face over there, brother. Hey, that's right. Hey, hey, nine and nine on that one, brother. Is this oh, right here? God. Oh, look at this. There you go. Oh, that's yeah, pretty cool. That's uh, with Klaus Karloff. What's that oh, right there? Yeah. I think that's uh, – that might be Brayman there. Yeah, I think that's Brayman in the big hall. Yeah, we – oh, my God, Brayman. Oh, I love Brayman, Jeremy. Oh, there's that big, uh, big old leather jacket I had that made out of uh, water buffalo. Yeah, you have – hey, um, I'll tell you, Chris – you know the thing about Europe, man. Auto took care of you like a pro athlete. You always had some stuff to go to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know. Thank yeah. God this. Thank God this is a family show. Yeah, we used to. He used to take. Uh, he used to have because he'd have sponsors and he'd yep. have. These, uh, he, he had these programs oh, and man. all the sponsors would be in these programs because we'd be out there for hours signing programs. He'd sell thousands of them. And so, but each sponsor, eventually, we'd go and we'd meet. We'd go out and sponsor. Some of them were restaurants. Some of them were bars. Some of them were places that aren't respectable, you know, anywhere else outside of uh, Nevada. Oh, you're, you know? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, oh, man. One time. Oh, auto. No, it, it's just true. You go over to Germany. It's, just totally, it's totally different. You'd be eating dinner in the restaurant, and you like, okay, this is really nice. A sponsor. Brings me out to the dinner restaurant. He said, hey, open up this back door right here. You're like, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> this is off HBO. Do you know HBO? Um, what was the name of the place? Remember Hiker? Grizzly? Yeah, Hiker. Hiker was the first female that was on HBO show Real Sex. It's not, I'm not saying anything derogatory. That was Hiker from Hanover, Germany. Mm. Yeah, and yeah. they used to have a burger named after me the train burger and um grizzly um, we we had a great time over there europe is just a totally different world it really is it it really chris i'll tell you the the workers from finley to tony st Clair. tony st Clair was probably the first i would say rick flair mm. that i think tony could have been like rick flair in america and and because Tony was a talent, man, he had the body, he had the look. It was just bad timing for Tony, man. What a great yeah. guy! Tony yeah. was like Tony was like Bobby Eaton, who could work. Bobby Eaton could work with anybody, and that's when you know you're a great wrestler. The only the only difference I would say is Tony could sell. He was Tony kind of reminded me of uh, who's the, who's that with the bat? Well, that's a guy named Klaus Karloff. He's a German guy that was a little bit older, so they put, made him into our manager, right? Oh, okay. Um, but, uh, yeah, Tony Tony had a good body. He could sell. He was like a, 
I would say, yeah, like a Ricky Steamboat or a uh, or even a Greg Gagne because Greg was a great seller. Uh, but he could sell. He, he couldn't bump as well as Bobby, but he could talk and he could do things. You know what I mean? If if Tony Sinclair would have been one person, they'd have been the greatest wrestler ever to live. Wow. <laughs> oh my yeah. God. He just, he just hit me with that big old flying Vader. <laughs> yeah. Hey, little Vader, Vader splash. <laughs> oh, man. Hey, no, one, no, one night, Grizzly got mad at me. We were in a tag team. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to rib him tonight. And just imagine somebody, you're in the turnbuckle, and I just hold on to the turnbuckle. Don't let you out. Don't let you out the turnbuckle. He was so mad at me tonight. Really, train? You're joking? Are you really doing this? Yeah, I just want to be close to you, brother, so you can hold on. It's I don't care how big you are, strong you are. It could have been me. If somebody grabs those turnbuckles and you're trying to get out, your arms are there. And he, and he was trying to get out of that turnbuckle tonight. He was so hot. I was like, I'm, I'm getting off. I think this is like my third year, and it, and that light had really came on that third year. Mm-hmm. Over there, because I just had came out, I just came out the power plant. It's the worst thing ever, just to come out of those places and go straight on TV, mm-hmm. brother. I, I had a torn ACL my whole first two years of pro wrestling, mm-hmm. where I couldn't even oh. jump or leap or do anything. And then when I get off the plane to come to Germany, I had a tore pec, mm-hmm. but I had to get there because Vader had set me up to be there. Chris, I'm telling you something. Some of the greatest workers, when they come to, I remember when Finley got to America, it was like a joke to me. The whole locker room was terrified. Mm-hmm. I don't, of, of the, I, I'm the only names I'm going to say not terrified. Anybody who worked with them in Germany, but I'm going to name them. I can, you name me a name and I just say, mm. if I don't say no, I'm telling you, <laughs> they all were terrified. I mean, grown men did not want to get in the ring with Finley. It was amazing to me. I mean, I'm talking about. I mean, I mean, but I'll tell you what. If, but if there's a guy in the world who could back it up, and it was Finley, I mean, I seen that guy do some, some straight out, straight darn stuff that uh, was was just wild. I mean, the guy is probably. I mean, he's he pound for pound one of the toughest men I know. No question. But, but brother, you had to. I now I remember one night though. And, and I don't, you can tell JB, I, I love him. Mm-hmm. Finley schooled him one night. Oh, my God. Oh, I think, God. Rem, you know, I'm just going to kick around. He can get mad at me. I mean, Finley took him out there, and I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. Every right. time he right. got up, Finley put him down. Get up. Yeah. Finley put him, but Fit was just, if Fit liked you, brother, you <laughs> can have some great matches. If oh, he, gosh, if you If he didn't like you, and he felt you didn't respect that business. <laughs> oh boy, you had thanks, Jamie. You had some schooling coming. Actually, I mean, one night I watched Franz Schumann and him. I think Fit had to drop the belt or something, or yeah. Schumann didn't want to drop the belt. Man, yeah. Finley, Finley put it was like a classical butt whooping, hey, brother. There with Doc Dean, with Robbie Brookside, uh, with his partner Doc Dean came over to wrestle Schumann. Yeah. In the second round, it was in the second round. These rounds are three minutes, and you go they go up to fifteen rounds, right for for a championship. Mm-hmm. And in the second round, Doc Dean had Schumann puking in the bucket off off, off the side of the ring already. 
goodness. Wow. <laughs> Dude, there were some of those English wrestlers, some of those uh some of the, a lot of those British English guys, they could go, man. They had oh, they they were just uh they came from a different era, man. Wow. Right, let's uh, let's see. Uh, let's address a few of these questions real quick. I'll keep this. Uh, I'll keep this match on in the background too. As y'all talk. <laughs> That's funny, man. He's ready. He's getting ready to make his comeback, man. He's been hawked up now. <laughs> now. Now I'm be taking all the bumps. Yep. <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, Chris is asking, uh, how was it uh, taking the finishing move of the Road Warriors? Never took one. Me neither. Okay, well, there you go. Um, for both both of you, what young talent do you see coming out of Impact, ROH, or other promotions? Man, I tell you, my man is Big E Langston. I like I like Big E Langston, and I like I like every I like NXT. Mm-hmm. Um, you got some kids coming out there. Who oh, really- right, that splash that you just got. I'm telling you, dude. <laughs> My ribs, my ribs are aching right now. Oh man, oh, this vicious! Come on, Trey. No, but that was athletic as hell, wasn't it? I mean, just the way he got up, it's like he held up. He, it's like he, he just stayed up in the air for half a second. Yeah, like, you know, and boom, and then landed on me, dude. And now, now that we're throwing these Autobots forearms, oh, look at that! Oh, those for hey, those forearms, those forearms were fun. Oh, we they were, throw, man. We. Man. We used to we used to exchange them. There were other matches where we exchanged them back and forth. Oh my god, that stuff used to be fun. Uh oh, oh yeah, bastard! And he's oh! <laughs> <laughs> too heavy, too heavy for Trey. <laughs> All right, Robbie's asking uh, if you could uh, give advice uh, to any current wrestler. Who would it be, and what advice would you give? I I would give. Um, you know, I I've, I've you know the young kid. Um, Jordan Miles mm. um, to love the business when you got an issue it's like family keep it in the house um, uh-huh. he, could, he could never I mean when me Bobby Walker I remember me Bobby Walker Booker T we all came in under a lot of stru- scrutiny with WCW uh-huh. and and other than Eric Bischoff being there, you could never be under a more racial situation than we were under in WCW. Mm. And racism is everywhere. And sometimes when you got a problem with somebody, I mean, you got to go in house, say, look, man, I don't really like this. So we need to straighten this out before this even gets out. Yes. I don't, I don't know the whole situation. Did he, Look over the shirt. Did he not ever see the shirt? But I don't think in this day and time that you should let you should put your career on the line for something that you didn't deal with beforehand that got released. I don't know the whole situation, mm-hmm. but I I need him to know he's still young in the business. Mm-hmm. He can fix up the situation that he had with Vince and they can sit down as men and talk about it. And they can fix it up, man, and the shirt can be done as a positive thing. So I understood his point. Yeah. And I, I understand the marketing team point, you know? I agree. And they didn't even release a shirt. Like it was just, you know, they, they stopped it. It was just one of those things that they were about to release it. And then, you know, they, they just didn't because of because of uh just the 
racial, you know, the, the blackface. So yeah, I agree with you. You, you. you can't, you, you, you gotta understand, man. It's, you know, it, you know, and he's a young kid and, and man, this is a great business mm-hmm. and you're going to get some issues with that. Hell, Paul been through it. Paul ain't, Paul was a rap master. Could, couldn't tell you nothing about rap at that time. <laughs> okay. So he had to do what he had to do to get that check. Yes, and, and I'm one of the most evilest people in the world. And I'm out here choo-chooing and smiling at people. Mm-hmm. Brother, if you really knew me, you knew that was just a straight. Now, that that I am my smooth stuff, that was me. But that ice train stuff, man, it was just, hey, let me keep you neutral because we don't know what we're going to do with your crazy self. So <laughs> I just I just think, you know, he young, and I, I hope they can all sit down and work out the situation. I mean, it's like I told you, my Mount Rushmore, more wrestling. I had Booker T on there. I had Ron Simmons on there. Ron Simmons was a great teacher for me. He said, train, get that check. Mm-hmm. And Ron always, hey, I knew how to get that check now. If I ain't know nothing else, I knew how to keep a check coming in. I can tell you that one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, look, look, look at Trey. Oh, man, he's he's hawking up. He's hawking up, dude. Really? Here we go. He's not going to show that. Oh, here he goes! Here we go! Here we go! Oh, oh. oh. dude, why, why are you so aggressive? What are we doing? Uh oh, you know oh. we, we oh. oh, he put him up like a hammock. <laughs> we we had so much fun, man, and I just and if guys understand, this is like acting, mm-hmm. and man, this is just you you. When you walk into a room, guys put away all their differences in five seconds, and you just love on each other, man. And that's yeah. what makes and that's what makes wrestling a great fraternity, brother. I call it wrestling, baby. Make it a great fraternity. And I just want the young guys to understand it don't even start until you're 15 years out the business. <sighs> Uh, I'm going to tell you right there on that spot right there, train. Uh, I think he had to pay a case of beer. He messed up. <laughs> oh, no, did, you, did, you had, about, did you tell him about the, the beer? Uh, we had the, uh, we used, went one time, Franz Schumann was in a match. I think Virgil came over and wrestled Franz Schumann in Vienna, and the match was really bad. And the next day we had a show, Franz Schumann came in and, and goes, he brought two cases of beer, and he said, that's for anybody who saw that match. Mm-hmm. So, it, it wasn't so enough then, beer. So, so it, wasn't, it wasn't enough beer. No, the match was really bad. But, mm-hmm. but it wasn't enough beer. But it started a tradition. And then we had a couple of years where if you messed up in the ring or if you left the door open when it was cold or if you wore something stupid. You would have killed yeah, we had. Oh, you would have killed him if you would have landed that uh <laughs> that spot, that butt splat. No, yeah, that one. No, yeah, you knew I was going for it, right? <laughs> you would have killed him if you would have his hand. <laughs> you see the way he just picked me up? I was like four twenty five. Yeah, right just there. effortlessly, just effortlessly. Like, I didn't even, I didn't jump for him, man. He just, just threw me down, man. Like I was like he owned me. Oh. Wow. <laughs> That's- hey, I, 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 I can tell you, man, one time we had so much beer in the locker room from so many <laughs> bad matches that we started breaking. We had, let me tell you what the let me tell you what our locker room looked like. Beer, whiskey, <laughs> yeah. chocolate, schnapps, schnapps, 
flowers. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Oh, a centaur from the second row. Is that, that it? it? He's sitting from move. That turn it off. Turn it off. Oh, he, he oh out. no. He he like, what? Can you believe it? He kicked out like, what? Ladies and gentlemen. Oh, oh my God. He's going what back up. He's going back up. He can't take oh. it off. He can't do two. He can't do oh, two. Oh, my God. <laughs> see, see. Oh man, this has been uh, this has been great, guys. Uh, this definitely makes up for my migraine. And uh, see, you know, I, I, pre- I appreciate you making. But see, Chris, you know what, man? But I just want to say to all the guys who are out there who want to wrestle, because there's guys on your show who really want to wrestle. It's mm-hmm. guys on your show who are interested. It's the greatest business in the world, yeah. and it has its ups and downs. But if you can have character before you walk in that door, it'll last you in your heart forever. Yeah. And that's but, the most beautiful thing. I, I agree. I agree with the character. But the thing is, is stay humble because the thing is, is you get into this job. Guess what? You're in the entertainment industry and you're going to you're going to get people. They're going to mess with you. They're going to try and they're going to try and take away, you know, your soul, you know. They're going to try and do things that uh, that they shouldn't do, and uh, and you got to have to take it and put up with it, and then that's that's the addition. That's what builds your character, you know. You know, I, it was strange. I'm, I'm going to keep it real, and I want to clear my brother's name. PN News ain't never took nothing from nobody. Mm-hmm. A guy of character, and I don't know how that rumor got started. I have no idea, but man, I'm talking about a cool dude. PN News is my brother. He's Finley's brother. He stayed with Finley and Manuela while they were in, in Georgia. The guy, and I, they the guys, great people. They're just the best people in the world, man. Yeah, the guy great was people. an outstanding guy. And see, that's the only thing that I don't like about wrestling. You get yeah. a bunch of guys who've never been athletes in their life, never really did any sports in their life. And they just like little girls. And that's the mm. thing about wrestling that bothers me. You know, and guys can be men. And, you know, I, that's why I always talk about Stevie Ray. That's my dog. Stevie mm. Ray is a man's man. Ernest Miller is a man's man. Grizzly's a man's man. Booker T, man's man. You know, you know, do some cool dudes, man. I'm Finley, a man's man. Tony St. Clair, you know, when you got an issue, don't run to somebody else like a little girl. Come to that dude and say, look, I got an issue with you, and let's chop it up and let's work it out. Yes, sir. And and that's how life should be. And that's what's going to – if guys can change that by being little gossipers, man, this will be a better business and a better world. Amen. So there we go. Amen. Chris, don't sell – now, you are not allowed to sell the headache the migraine for the next nine months. I'm good now. Okay. I'm good now. Yeah, I'm all good. I'll tell you what, Chris, when he gets that 150 pounds off me, and then so he can beat me up one last time, I'll tell you what, we'll come on your show. We get that weight off. We'll come on your show. This is going to be a big project, and I'm I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to working with her and with Mr. Train again. Uh, He's been a great inspiration. He's one of my many friends here. Uh, This weekend, I'll probably talk about him. Even though it'll be my weekend, I'm getting inducted into the Omaha Wrestling Hall of Fame. Yes, congratulations. Uh, 
class of 19 and uh, I'll be talking about uh, probably that boat story and some other ones. If I get, I'll, I'll wait till I get to my friends so I can talk about some of the other stories we can't talk about live on the radio here. <laughs> Chris, man, it's been, you know, anytime I'm talking, you know, me and PN News, we were attached to the hip man and, um, and I just thought we had a ball, and, and um, and Snape is too. Mike Halleck, yeah, was yeah. One, Mike is one of our brothers too, man. Hey, uh, bring yeah. him on if you got if you yeah, got we, uh, uh, we'll back next time. Yeah. yeah, let me know. Let's for yes. Well, we, the thing is, is yeah, I mean, that, that, I mean, that would be really cool. I mean, I'll tell you what, if it, 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 to to summarize the whole thing, had had I mean, because we drew money over there, and had somebody actually given guys like. Mantar, Mastino, uh, Ice Train, and, and myself, and maybe a couple other guys, a real opportunity to draw money. Mm-hmm. They would, I mean, I'll tell you, I'll, I'll give you an example. In 2007, me and Mike went in for a tryout in, in, in Kansas City with WCW. We cleared the locker room out. Every wrestler at the show was out there watching us in a, a dark, dark type match before the show. Wow. And so if, if we can clear the dressing room, then that tells you something, right? So if wrestlers are marking out for it, then imagine if you'd had me and trained Massimo butting heads with some other big guys, man. We'd have, we'd have sold out some venues, I'm sure of it. Yes, sir. Man, thank you guys for having me on, man. This has been awesome, man. I really keep saying your prayers, eating your vitamins, working out. You know, that's the real shooting life. Say your prayers, eat your vitamins. Yes, sir. Work out. <laughs> Grizzly. It sounds so cliche, but it's so true. It's so Believe true, man. Yourself, brother. <clears throat> yes, sir. Well, it's been a pleasure. Uh, this has been awesome. Uh, uh, <laughs> wait a minute. Um, Cody's saying, uh, uh, oh, wait. Uh, he said, uh, hold on. Corey saying, rep for us one more time. <laughs> hey, yo, baby. Yo, baby. Yo. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> Man, that's the greatest. That's the greatest. Oh I'm gonna call Amigos oh for you, boy. You can I'm really come back, baby. Oh my god, I'm gonna call Amigos for you tonight, man. Real quick, last question. For, uh, last question for news. Um, <clears throat> Peter's asking, "How was your time in uh, EC Dub?" Um, short, uneventful. I enjoyed working with some of the guys, Big Vito. Uh, I when I did, was doing the Baldy gimmick, I was enjoying that. That was funny. That was uh, I stepped out and I even had to do a voice on that one. I sounded like Curly Mo and Larry all rolled into one. So that 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 part was fun. But uh, yeah, I, I just found uh, I just found ECW uh, hard work, you know. But it's yeah. it, it take the good and the bad, right? A lot of talent. <clears throat> that's just like I just didn't fit into the click there. Yeah, awesome, man. Good night, uh, fellas. It's been, it's been a pleasure, man. Y'all have hey, a good night. thanks a lot, Trey. Love you, buddy. Chris, love you too, man. Hey, hey, I'll see you in a couple weeks overseas. I look forward to it, bro. Yeah, right. I need you to come do your promo and get in the rain too. All right, man. <laughs> well, I might pay you though. Oh, there you go. It's, oh, I forgot. <laughs> Good night, everybody. Have a good night. Good, man. Thanks again, Chris. Bye-bye, Kate. See you, Chris. Bye-bye. Oh, man, that was awesome. Yo, baby. Yo, baby. Yo. That was was great stuff, guys. Fun, fun, fun. Um, 
Uh, wow. Fun, fun, fun stuff. I really enjoyed it. Um, so let's, uh, <clears throat> so I heard about, uh, I saw a video. I was just sent a video on Twitter and I'm about to play it actually. Um, <clears throat> we got uh, a little bit to go. Um, yeah, we got some stuff that we're going to talk about. Some crown jewel. We're going to, I mean, not crown. Jewel, yeah, what was it? Full gear, <laughs> full gear, AEW <laughs> full gear. We got, uh, we still got some show left. We got a lot to talk about. And be and Mo, since he won the Survivor Series trivia last week, we got loads of Survivor Series trivia too. Um, so we're going to do the same thing this week we did last week. I'm going to say Survivor Series trivia. And then um, the winner of that gets to pick the flavor of the week topic for next week. Since Mo won last week, he chose the uh, topic of um, the top five NWA champions of all time. So, um, so we'll do that. We'll do that. And let me bring my boy on on deck here. Uh, let's see here. Bring my boy on deck. <clears throat> let's see. And so, yeah, I'm about to play this, uh, to play this thing too. So I'm going to see, I'm going to try to pull it up here. <clears throat> uh, Hugo, what's up? Um, welcome. Welcome. Uh, we're about, we just finished uh, a fun interview uh, with Ice Train and, uh, and PN News while watching their uh, catch wrestling match, <laughs> which was super, super fun. Uh, so I'm about to play this, uh, this clip here and see if it works. Uh, there we go. Let's see. Let me see if I can share it. See if y'all can hear it. Let me know if y'all can hear it too. Um. All right. Let's see if I can hear it too. Let me play it. Oh, it's not playing. There we go. Let's start back. We start doing some of our own. Can y'all hear that? Right here on WWE. My computer never does this. I don't know why he's doing it. Stage you guys in. Here we go. Yeah, what are we doing? In three. Surprise. Two. I've got the questions. I change the culture. Oh. See you here next week. Ratings. 
Ratings. Wow. <clears throat> well, CM Punk is back, ladies and gentlemen. That was uh, via WWE Twitter. And uh, that was WWE on Fox via Twitter. And, of course, the <laughs> Twitter is uh, is going in. Going in. Twitter is going in right now. Well, that's interesting. That's interesting. Um, that was um, something that that was something that was supposed to that was you know r- r- rumored to happen. And for the first time ever, baby, he is revealed. He is not the Shockmaster. He is not uh, uh, Mantar. He is Evan Tech Proud. Hey yo, what's going on? Survey time. Yes. <laughs> First time for y'all get to see my face. We get yeah. to hear my voice at the same time. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Evan Tech. Driving in color. <laughs> my black. My, my little black tank top from Dead Presidents. My black shirt. <laughs> Live and living color, if you will. My house, the tech house. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I don't. I don't have the nice background like Featherstone does. Live. <laughs> Oh, shout shout, good, man. shout out to you, brother. You know the, the Tennessee Titans won. That be the Patty Cake yes, Mahomes. They did. Yes, they did. first shave yet. You know. <laughs> yes, Ohio, they did. Ohio State won to you from right. Yeah. Uh, they yeah they're 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 second now uh, under uh, LSU because of LSU beating Alabama. So it's all good yeah. though. You know, as long as we're in four, we're good to go. So. No sweat, no sweat. Ah, so CM Punk. CM Punk, uh, he joins, I guess, the Fox backstage. That doesn't mean that he's a WWE employee, uh, but he is through, like, he's he's like the third-party contract worker (laughs) of the the WWE type of thing right now. So this was... um, Uh, uh, train just sent me a message that that was fun. So, uh, so, so, so train, you know, to tell him my man, my man Stevie Ray said what's up. I just got off the phone with him, and okay. I lied to you not. My cousin and my girlfriend just inboxed me. The people you may know on Facebook, and he looked at a picture of PN News. You know, friends with the kid was like, "Who is this big dude? You look like a big old wrestler." I said, "Uh, right, he is." Yes. <laughs> yes. Oh, it's, a, it's a wrestler. Paul, you're the same. You got to make that a regular, man. You got to come up with the names. You guys yeah. watching non-WWE matches and talking about it. Mm-hmm. More entertaining than Raw. You live through Seth Rollins annoying voice. Yeah. So we, we watch Raw on Leech, as some of the other colleagues said in the chat. I think yeah. we're going to start there. Watch Raw on Leech. Watch Monday Night Football with Sam. You know, Angry Mark's 49ers lost. You know, the... Uh, yeah, Seattle. Seattle uh, took their undefeated streak away. Russell so. Wilson. Yeah, Russell yeah. Wilson. Russell Wilson, another Big Ten guy, Wisconsin guy. So, yeah. All right. So let's. Uh, that that CM Punk news was definitely a, a surprise. It was surprised. Yeah. It was it was expected too because it was it's been reported for a while. So, um, I mean, you know, yeah, it's cool, and then we can start hearing the news for the past week and. Yeah, you know, your Uncle Dave will probably pose, you know, hunt right <laughs> for WrestleMania. I'll try to switch him out. Right, well, again, right. Uncle Dave, 
Come on now. Look at see, he was waiting. He had his hands in his pockets. He was waiting. Right. You know, Joe, you know, Joe went to his rematch. He said, well, can't be AJ. Can't be Kofi, but I can beat Punk. Right. So give me another chance. All right, so let's talk about some headlines. Uh, so Sin Cara requests his WWE release. Um, man, wow. Uh, this was... This isn't necessarily a surprise to me uh, because, but here's the thing. This is what I thought about when, when I heard about this news. This is a really, really good time for Sin Cara to request his release because he's been out of TV for so long. And now he's starting to get, you know, he, he got a few weeks of being televised again. That just boosts right. his stock. So, you know, that's, that's a perfect time because the time when he was injured or he was gone, you know, from, uh, from television, you know, um, you know, it, it, he wouldn't have, he definitely wouldn't have had any type of stock, you know, as far as going to right. AEW or, you know, or ring of honor or something like that. Um, that would be, but now, you know, especially with Roost as a champion ring of honor, I can definitely see ring of honor trying to bring, uh, trying to pull them and, you know, having something like that. But, you know, of course, he's not the first. He's not the first Sin Cara. He's not Mystico. He's Hunico. So I don't know if he's going to still kind of market himself as like a mask character. If WWE does release him, because he's still got, I think, a few years left on his contract. Yeah. Um, but if they do release him, will he stay as a mask guy? Or would he be, you know, still where we go back to the Hunico gimmick? It'll be kind of tough to go back to Hunico because he hasn't been a Hunico. He hasn't been Hunico for a while. You know, when, when um, oh, goodness, uh, what's his name? Um, oh, Gorillas of Destiny, um, uh, Camacho. Yeah, Camacho, yeah. Camacho. Uh, now he's uh, Tangaloa. Uh, when he was Camacho, he completely changed his gimmick. He became Tangaloa. End up, you know, teaming up with Tamatanga, one of the greatest teams, you know, in in New Japan history. And so, I don't know if Hunako is going to be able to make that type of overhaul. Now, I do think that he'll be he. I do think he'll be really good in AAA if he went, if yeah. he went there. Yeah. And I, I, he he's been in in E WWE for over ten years. Mm-hmm. Uh. Some people don't even know that this is another Sin Cara. This is Sin Cara T, Sin Cara, what do you call them? Black, Sin Cara Noir. Negro, Sin Cara, yeah. Negro, Sin Cara, you know, Mark T. Yeah. Marvel Negro and Azul. Azul. So, yeah. I mean, WWE probably not going to let him go. If he does go, I would I would get rid of the mask. Russell changes gimmick. Go to Ring of Honor. Uh, go to NWA Power is instead of go to RH and go to Japan. Um, you know, AEW doesn't fit. Uh, you know, people yeah, like, oh, absolutely. you know, I, I didn't feel like I was a, I was respected as an athlete. You was on TV, you disappeared, you was on TV again, you disappeared. Now you just basically downloadable content. Mm-hmm. WWE, how many people you seen in WWE? And I said this earlier on my show. If you're not on the upper echelon, of people where they have to put you on when you're making money. Mm-hmm. You could be on TV, and then it can make you disappear. Look at Harper. Look at the Viking Raiders and the Viking Express. Look at all truth Look at Hawkins and Ryder. Look at so many people. They come, they disappear, they come back, they share their business, 
you know, I, I, I mean, I, I'm for him wanting to be utilized more, but WWE's not letting nobody go. Yeah. AEW changed. I guarantee you, this was two years ago. No AEW, WWE releases. But mm-hmm. even if AEW don't want them, people now have a legitimate option to work for WWE or somewhere else who can work and make money in the states. Yeah, it's true. So, true. I mean, I hope all the best for them. But yep, um, I agree. Uh, let's see what we got next. Uh, uh, let's see who's next uh, in line here as far as what uh, Stone Cold. Yeah, yeah. So let's get into let's get into Stone Cold. Stone Cold. Uh, let's see. Here we go. Trying to present this here. Same uh, old show. This is a different name. Yeah, yeah. fucking skull. It's going to be the same show he did at the network before Vince got mad when he had the interview with Ambrose and Moxie. Same desk, same microphones. Also, by the way, same jeans, same socks. It's it's, it's, it's the same format. It's just a different name. He probably gets to to, uh, 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 promote his new show, whatever it is. Yeah. Skull sessions, broken skull whatever sessions, it is. whatever is, it is. The true question is, is what happened to the Jibble show before the Monroe thing? Why did that stop? That show was cool. Yeah. But um, um the him and Cole. Right. Yeah. Yeah, the JB JBL where he was sitting at the what was that like a lounge or a hotel room? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, the the, the interview that where he would that do the cool. legends with JBL. Yeah, I like that. that. Ooh, I mean, Corey Graves, I'm not a big fan of him, but the show he did, the Culture Shock show, it's been a couple of shows that just... Yeah, I like that and, one. And, and I see a problem with this real quick. The Broken Skull Session, same show, also wearing the same shirt. Look like the shirt I got on, but it's long sleeve. Mm-hmm. Taker, you know, he's a born-again Christian, he's a man of God. Taker's done so many outside appearances from WWE Mm-hmm. Now with Austin interviewing Taker, to me it kind of takes away the luster in a way of um, you know, of seeing Taker talk because he's mm-hmm. done it. You know, he did it at the church, he did it at a convention, That's you know, true. other interviews. That's so I was true. like, oh, we have we have the Undertaker. <laughs> oh, but we seen you talk like three, four times before. That's true. They're not not diminishing it, but it's cool to hear Taker Austin talk. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Um, I, I agree. Um, it's just when when he was uh, interviewed with Pastor Ed Young, um, it was definitely out of character. W- one thing I do appreciate about Taker is that um, he still kind of plays his gimmick. He does, you right. know what I mean. And I and I think that that's still pretty cool. That still makes him an anomaly, and he doesn't do out of character gimmicks hardly ever, you know, and I think that that really helps him. Still. I think that keeps the lore of like, yeah. how is he going? I mean, of course he's going to be out of character. And plus cool. the thing is he never did. He's, he hasn't done. I, I can't think of any out of character interview he's done within the WWE. Now he did the, the between the ropes or outside the, the ropes. ropes. Or whatever. Right. Yeah. Like 2001 or two that was, and uh, of course, he you know did the one with Pastor Ed Young, but it would be it will be interesting to see 
you know, him have a WWE style interview and he's still, even you see this picture here, he's still in character. So I'm trying to figure out, it, 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 I think it is pretty cool to see if they have, um, he, and they were talking about like him talking about his days in uh, Texas and WCW. So he's going to go back. I just kind of, it'll, it'll be interesting to see if he's just wearing like a regular, you know, shirt and jeans or if he's wearing, if he's wearing his taker outfit. And, and what WWE is doing, and it, this shows how much, and I get the whole promotions and, and, and producing it. It says following the Survivor Series. The Survivor Series. It, it, it's a ploy. Hey, Survivor Series probably going to suck, but you got to get the network to watch this. That's good. And I'm pretty That's sure good. Yep. about 50 to 60% of the audience is going to be like, hey, look, Survivor Series probably going to be bad. But I got to see their broken stores. Same show. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, this picture looks, looks copied and pasted. He looks photoshopped. He doesn't look great. <laughs> It's an old picture of the Undertaker. So, I mean, you got two Texas guys. I have it on DVD way back in the days of Texas when um, Austin was wrestling and, the, and Taker had the, uh, the mask. I think he was like the Punisher. And him and Austin had their match way back in Texas before Sensational Steve Austin. He had long hair. Yeah, so Google Sensational Steve Austin. You'll see what I mean. Before Taker was, uh, you know, Undertaker was even me, Mark Harris. So I mean, that was a USWA, wasn't it? USWA, yep. Mm-hmm. Undertaker was like the Punisher, same clothesline, yep. same yep. old school, just skinny and no tattoo. Same leg drop. Same leg drop. Same. Even to see his eyebrow like Prince through the mask. Yeah. Like <laughs> but, but it'll be cool. But I mean, who is who is Undertaker? Who is Austin going to talk to in episode two or three? I mean, who's really like? We seen you talk to Triple H, boo. Big Show, no one cares. Yeah, he yeah. said he's setting the bar with this one though for sure. Yeah, yeah. Coming, coming right off the. I mean, this is like a season finale type of yeah. thing. Like he covered straight out the gate with this. Now that's been there's been uh like a couple of years ago when they were talking about Austin interviewing Taker, they also threw Hulk Hogan's name out too. You know, so. Yeah. Uh, it's- you know, thing is, you have Taker, and we don't, we do not need Taker to start out like the ministry and his grandest vision, his grandest design. <laughs> don't, don't need that. Don't need the desert. You have Taker, which is here. Mm-hmm. Unless you get Hogan from the hospital bed because he just had back surgery. Yeah. Uh, we didn't heard flash stories two thousand and one times. Yes, we have. And you can't get Bischoff anymore. So right. it's like, what you going to get? Sting? What you going to get? You know, Harlem Heat? Sting will be good. Yeah, Sting will be cool, but yeah. take his hair. Yeah. Yeah, the, the, yeah. They can't really. I can't think of anybody else who would have a higher type of attraction. You know what I mean? That we haven't seen already multiple times. Having done. Yeah. Kevin yeah, there, you go. there you go, Kevin. No, 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 no. Put your finger on the switch, oh, Danny. Hey, hey, Jack, come on. get him off, get, get him off. Ah, <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's funny. It, it, it'll be cool to watch. Yeah. yeah cool. uh, <laughs> Michael said, uh, "Steve Austin show season premiere is a finale, also." Uh, um, 
finally. Yeah, it's supposed to be a series, though. Um, yeah, the Steve Austin show, you know, the one that, that's on his podcast. And so it'll be interesting to see uh, what hey. they're gonna, how they're going to do it. Hey, I mean, I just thought about this. Uh, if you can get, if you can get Brock, I mean, Brock has already done an interview. Yeah, he's yeah. You, he's can, get, you can get Ronda, um, The Rock. You know, I know schedules probably you know being like you can get a couple of them, and they'll be like up with Jacob. Ronda than that, be good. Ronda be other good. than that, yeah. Who you gonna get, Stephanie? Oh, get Linda McMahon. There you go. <laughs> Linda. Jack Tunney, the holographic president, Jack Tunney. President Jack Tunney. So, I don't know. I'm happy for Austin. Yeah. What is it? Yeah. All right. So, uh, John, John Cena. Uh, oh, most said Becky Lynch. Uh, that's it's still hard. Uh, see, it's still hard to. To, to get like a Becky Lynch and not be in kayfabe. You know what I mean? Like, like I, I, I'm, I like Becky Lynch. I'm a Becky Lynch fan, but at the same time, it's like, uh, yeah. Okay. I'm going to look, I'm going to look at, I'm listening to the interview. It's going to be, you know, I, I was, I grew up in the Indies and, and, and kind of, you know, uh, storm my way, claw and scratch my way through. And, I mean, that's really about it. You know, what I mean, that's that's really about it. You know, it's still, you know, hey. So, what about your relationship with Seth Rollins? And it's just like I, I don't care to hear about that. Yeah. Abort, abort. Yeah. It, it, Becky Lynch is nowhere near the level to where you. She's cool. Look, think about this, guys. Becky Lynch doesn't she have one of those specials on like the network, like three sixty five? Yeah. Or, Mm-hmm. How many yeah. people? How how many of you Before was like, we have to watch it because of Becky Lynch. That's true. I mean, ten minutes of her is cool. Yeah, but the hell, you gonna watch it because of Austin? It's like nothing against her. And sadly, if it was China, definitely she's gone with the Lord. Mm-hmm. If it was like Sherry Martel, I mean, Let me see who would be? Who who it? Well, Austin, who else? Be... Anybody, I don't, you know what? Dixie Carter would be good. Yeah, Dixie would be great. Yeah, Dixie Carter would be good. Yeah. Yeah, Dixie would be great. Um, I'm but, sure um, a lot of juice that she could, uh, <laughs> she could, she could spill. Think, man, they're going to have Austin interview Roman Reigns. Of course. Yeah. The, the the normals, the Roman yeah, Reigns, you know, Seth Rollins. Rollins. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, Cody Martin, when the last time Taker wrestled, he wrestled uh, Goldberg. That was uh, what, Super Showdown? Was that what Super are the Saudi shows? The Saudi oh, regular show in like July or something like Saudi's that. Count. Greatest Rumble team, something. I think it was. I think it was. I think it was Super Showdown. Um, Super Showdown. Yeah, it was Super Showdown. Yep, <clears throat> Super Showdown. Yep. So that's uh, that's that's the headlines. Uh, let's talk about some um, some full gear. Actually, um, just a real full gear. Just your thoughts on on full gear. Uh, I know you had seen it or not. I mean, 
just seen Ant like three thousand. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Cena and Orton. Uh, yeah, let's talk about Cena Orton real quick. <laughs> That's the probably reason why I forgot about it. Uh, but, but yeah, so so Orton teased on uh, Instagram um, about challenging John Cena. John Cena interview with Sports Illustrated about the uh, the the um, uh, what is it the charity he's doing? I think it's like a Fit Pro or something like that. Uh, yeah. uh, let me see. It's for the veterans. Uh, I watched the interview. It was a it was an awesome calls. Super super awesome, amazing calls. Um, but yeah, it was. I'm trying to figure out what it's the up. So up for a challenge. Yeah. So Gordon says, I'm on a fight. I'm on a flight to London and see this striking young man asking me a question. Why? Yes. John Cena. Am I up for a challenge? Are you, let's say, Oh, I don't know. WrestleMania 20, uh, 36, maybe. Or does Hollywood have solid? So, and then Cena, says uh, on uh, Sports Illustrated um, he said something about um, he said he didn't see it he didn't he said he didn't see that see it but uh, he he started WrestleMania you know he he, had, he was on WrestleMania 19 and he hasn't missed uh, okay so here it is it says, uh, on the subject of WrestleMania, I can tell you this. I haven't missed a WrestleMania since my first appearance at WrestleMania 19, and I do not plan to miss a WrestleMania for decades to come. So, yeah. uh, I hit up my buddy Google. Uh, Orton and Cena has wrestled, according to Google, 120 50. times. 120? <laughs> to us, WWE terms, it's about 510. So You said 120 times? Uh, 120 times according to Google. I looked oh, it up when like I earlier. That's, that's like the new, that's like the millennium, the millennial version of Flair and Steamboat. Steamboat, <laughs> Flair, Steam, Midnight Against right. Rock and Roll, uh, Rock and Rock and Triple H back in the day. Yeah. And, and yeah. 120 times Orton and Cena and Russell. And we went through presidential candidates, we went right. one of the governors and mayors. <laughs> TV shows that started and ended with famous robbery. I would love to see Orton in Rock. I want to see Orton Rock. Orton Orton challenged The Rock, and uh, I would much rather see Orton Rock. Yeah, for sure. In dream matches, you know what I'm going to mention? Go. No, Sting and Taker, Orton in The Rock, Mm -hmm. Rock and Shawn Michaels. Yeah. But probably not going to see definitely Rock and Shawn Michaels. So, we don't we don't care. I mean, no, did we really want to see Rock and Cena too? <laughs> no, it made money. No, nah, oh, it made money for sure. But we, man, we was yeah. we was too ignorant to see Brett and Yoko. Yeah, that yeah. was weird. The rules so, that, that was at nine, right? Nine. That was at eight and nine. Eight and nine, right? Yeah. Eight and nine. So, you know, Triple H and Taker. That was what? Seventeen, uh, 17 28, 
Yeah, rock, rock and Orton. I definitely because that's a fresh type of yeah. you know match. But video packages, the yeah, the, yeah. The interviews, and, and 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 Orton could use the evolution beating Rock and Sock. You know what I mean? Exactly. Yeah. What was that? Twenty. Twenty. Um, yes. And, and so you know he can use that, and that can be that can have some backstory to it. Yeah. But and this is a anything lot, else? Man. Yeah. This is a lot. Rock third generation, Orton third generation, Rock leaves, Orton takes over. Yeah. You know, of course, they're going to be using the same old back footage of Peter Marvie and the one clip of Rocky Johnson that we see him doing this. Right. <laughs> to see Orton, Bob Orton Jr., the same old cast hit. Uh, right, this, the cast. The cast. So no, none of his matches, the same old WrestleMania spot. Right. Uh, it would be cool. We'll, we'll yeah. See. yeah. All right, what's your uh, thoughts on full gear? Heaven here, love, love, love. Yep, Baltimore. Yep. Uh, I, uh, Angry Mark said this on my show. Uh, y'all, for y'all who don't know, the Maryland State Athletic Commission is extremely strict. I know the current commissioner and the the two before him. The one uh, y'all can look it up. Flair had the cage match. Great American Bears '91. I think it was Wyndham or Leaguer. Now mm-hmm. busted open the hallway to stop the match. Mm-hmm. Whatever they did, donations, something, they gave us some money to the state of Maryland. They even kept on uh, Kathleen P, whoever the hell she at. They, they let that match go. It was mm-hmm. wire, ice picks, mouse traps. <laughs> right. It was like a Tom and Jerry Lady Team show. But overall, overall graders B minus. Uh, opening match was great. Ricky Martin and Kenny, they destroy her. Uh, the women's match was, was decent. I thought Riho was going to break like a chicken wing. She doesn't even make noises when she hits the turnbuckle. Uh, <laughs> the tag triple threat match was kind of off to me, but decent. Uh, shout out to the man who threw bear at uh, MJF. Cody match was cool. Um, Tyler, Swagger, uh, Hager wearing them, uh, uh, them uh, AC Slater polo shirts. I'm talking <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, good story, uh, B minor. And I didn't think the Moxley Omega match was too much. It was a shock it happened here in Baltimore. And uh, Moxley got the show, so he really was. He showed Omega that he can really go as hardcore, mm-hmm. and he went out. So I just don't want to see a hardcore match for the next six months with Moxley. And yeah. thank God she's not wearing them small Billy Gun tights with the, <laughs> keep, keep with the rugged. The, the the rugged uh wrangly jeans or whatever the denim. But I, I thought the cop was cool. Have AEW done better? Yes, double or nothing. Uh all out. Have they done a little worse? Yes. Fight for the fallen, fight the fast. Yeah, uh, both of those were yeah, worse. Yeah, yeah. but it was being honest, it, it was a good show. Was it great? No. Was it bad? Wasn't we we'll mm-hmm. have to see. Yeah, I think that's a pretty good assessment. I, I gave it a C plus um, because I, for me personally, I, I don't th- the the hardcore match was just kind of. I mean, it was just kind of okay. Like it, it was just kind of like, eh. I understand, you know, that it, it it fit the story because it was like you guys are um, bringing, you know barbed wire brooms and barbed wire bats and, and you know you can't really have something just kind of sissified you know what i mean like you can't right. so so i get that i would honestly i, I rather i would rather for that to open the mat to open the show 
Um, to me, it just really didn't like. I don't. I don't see why that was the main event. Cody and Jericho, which was a much better story for me. Mm-hmm. Um, I think. I think that that fit. Um, I, I think that that claw that caused the cliffhanger. To me, you have to think about it. You have to think about it from a standpoint of, and Bischoff has said this, uh, and and Jim Ross as well. Uh, especially Bischoff when he was when he was he, he was talking about how he was his kind of mindset as he is writing and uh, producing uh, the WCW Nitro shows, which makes perfect sense. You know, he's talking about you have to make it to the point where people want more. You can't just give them everything at once. And they wouldn't want anything more. And I think if you start the if you start the event out with the hardcore match, I don't think that it would have gotten the negative as many negative reviews as it did, because that was the last thing uh, that people saw when it came to full gear. And so many people said, which I agree, that the Jericho Cody match was much better, which it was. And I, and plus it's for the title. And it's like, I, I just don't understand that you've been building the whole show. You've been building the whole pay-per-view around most of the pay-per-view around Cody versus Jericho. Cody, you know, just had an amazing promo and things like that. And it, it's just crazy that that wasn't the main event match. And then with, with MJF turning heel, well, he was already heel. That, to me, that was just obvious. I knew that, that was going to happen. As a rugby fan, you should know when they have like those hard camera shots and like you know right. when they, it's yeah, like, right like, you know, like you know that that's going to happen. You know what I mean? So it's like, um, yeah, you you know that was going to happen. I MJF is one of the 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 most hated old school heels, which he should be. A heel should be hated. He's one of the most old school heels there are, and so. I think, and he wasn't a, he wasn't a baby face anywhere else except for except for you know being Cody you know Cody's yeah. mental yeah. mentee, and so I, I you know it, it wasn't a surprise to me at all that he that he turned or quote turned, right. uh, but yeah. so, and so, um, so so Mo was saying it was unsanctioned. Mo was there, it was unsanctioned match. So technically, it wasn't part of the show. That's exactly why I would have got it over with beginning. See, so what they could have done, what they could have done is they could have like sold like let's just get this match over with, made Moxley even more mad and things like that. And then this is what I would have done. See, I I, I like the fine, I like the details about it. <clears throat> what I would have done is I would have had that match first, and then I would have started the pyro and everything after that match. Be, yeah. And as I'm starting the pay per view, pay per view is officially starting now. Um, that's the reason why I would have had that match first. Yeah. Uh, plus, plus I, like I said, it wouldn't have, it wouldn't have the main event matches for the title, and you start the you start the pay per view with what they what they did, which I believe was the um, what master was uh, who what started the match was the. The pick was it the tag match that started the, yeah, the tag match was the first, the Bucks. Yeah, the Bucks and uh and uh, uh Lucha. Yeah, I'm not calling them that name. Yeah, Pride <laughs> and Glory. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh 
proud, proud of Paul. Uh, yeah, Tino Ortiz, yeah. Um, yeah. I, I feel what she said about first. I would have closed it. I would have closed it with this match, but it's the small things I would have did. I mentioned this earlier. One, I would have let the actual AEW credit show up mm -hmm. and announce this match is not sanctioned by full gear. Two, I wouldn't have had a referee in there as AEW. It would mm -hmm. have somebody wearing street clothes. Mm -hmm. Also, like like we call them Kitty Con. Like Kitty Con said, Tony Khan said, Moxley's blood is on your hands. Yeah. Why are we seeing credits about the win totals? It's yeah. not a sanctioned match. Right. You don't care. It don't matter about the record, you know, head to head tag. Don't don't even do the credits. Just have yeah. them come out. Like and then have Justin Roberts announce. You know, uh, yeah, you know who's going to face and Justin Roberts Lee. You got to keep Ross and Excalibur. That mask is irritating, by the way. So, <laughs> um, and that's it. So I just would have added some small details to really make it feel like it was uncensored, unsanctioned. You know that <laughs> that kind of thing. But uh, I just don't want to see another hardcore match. I, I'm done. We didn't seen it. I don't want to see it again in 2020. To me, Moxley keep wrestling regular matches. Yep. And Angry Mark did mention this too. Michael Rondos, who he is, he said this three weeks ago. He predicted and said Kenny Omega was going to go on a losing streak until the end of the year. Excuse to keep him away from the world title. Yeah. So, I, yeah, I can see Cody being away. I can see all of the you know, eight vice—I mean, four vice presidents—been <laughs> uh, away from the uh, title picture uh, as of as of now for for a while. Um, yeah. Um, real quick, MJF to add to his heel uh, to his heel credit, uh, I think the Mo eighty five McNoticed is uh, he was here. If you went to Starcast four, it was three people who cost the most money to see for a photo op. Sting was $150. Mm -hmm. Great Muda, $150. The third, MJF, was $150 to do a meet and greet. But if you read on this, you, know, you might still see this on the Starcast 4 website. They made it put it down. If you read the description, it was in kayfabe. He specifically said no eye contact and don't touch him. So the stuff he's doing, he's, what is he, 22, 23? The stuff that MJF is doing is old school kayfabe heel stuff. I mean, anytime a fan yeah. throws beer at you, who's that man? Yep. He got kicked out, by the way. And fans are now, look at the audience. The fans are starting to cosplay as him. People mm. starting to wear the scar. So when you start to have people starting to dress up like you, like they did with Felitis. It's like, you know, Lass was getting over, like Orange Cassidy. Yeah, mm -hmm. Orange or something. But yep. he hasn't wrestled a match yet on TV. <laughs> That's true. So, <laughs> you know, which, yeah, which, which, is even, which is even better. Because it, it goes to show how strong his character is. Right. And that's and that's what wrestling's all about. Like if, if you're so over that you haven't watched that you haven't wrestled a single match. I mean, I I've known him, I followed him in a MLW. He's still wrestling in MLW yeah. pretty tough. But um if you haven't even wrestled a single match in AEW and your character is so over, 
that just goes to show that he's doing his job. You know what I mean? So got to give him props for that, for sure. So it was August. Angry Mark uh, made the announcement in August. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. But, I mean, MGF, like I said, biggest people right now in the industry, Velveteen Dream, MJF, they're all under 25. Mm-hmm. And uh, so yep. I thought it was cool. Looking forward to it. I'm more excited for Wednesday nights than Monday and Friday. Every yeah. time I forget SmackDown is on. You know that, Chris. We talk off air. I yeah. forget SmackDown is on Friday. I'm like, oh, yeah. <laughs> SmackDown is on. Yeah. Right. And he's not, you're right. Angry Walk is right. He's not old enough. Yeah, that's funny. Get a rent car. <laughs> right. Um, he got to have a co-signer. Right. Uh, <laughs> All right. All right, everybody, Raw and SmackDown grades, and then we'll ha- uh, head on to the Flavor of the Week. This has been a an amazing uh, show. I've really had a great time with you all. Super duper fun. Uh, love the, uh, the 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 live video oh, while right, and, uh, <laughs> and MP and News were talking. So. I, I want to know why. You know why? Why Ice Train the talking dots? I know uh, Mike Ryan was saying this. I thought of the bouncing ball. Yeah, going up, dude. That's the reason why we started late because he couldn't, um, he couldn't figure out his his video configuration. So, uh, we're like, oh, okay, let's just, we kept off and on and off and on and off. And I was like, let's just, we'll just, we'll just do audio and it's cool, but it worked though because, uh, I wanted because the thing is, I was when they were when they were talking. And I was like, let's just find out. A, let's just find a, a video to play, you know, while they're just kind of talking. And so uh, it was, it was really fun. And and I think I'm gonna try to do that too, you know, because you know, WWE ping you if you try to play something from them. But uh, try to find some non WWE, you know, type of type of video and uh, play it, and we can do like a, a review or something like that. You gotta be black, Mark man. Gotta be going back. That gum global wrestling federation. Global wrestling federation. I tell you, Chris. Oh, man. Damn it. Get him to commentate. You got ice train. That's a, you know, man. That's a classical butt whip. It's not ice train talk. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, what y'all got for Raw and SmackDown grades? Uh, I don't even remember. <laughs> I don't even remember much about. Uh, I, I don't know about Raw. Uh, it's funny because my my buddy texted me. I was watching Monday Night Football, and I had Raw on mute on my phone. And uh, my buddy was like, "Hey, that D from NXT in the ring with Seth." I'm like, "Who's like some D?" Hey, Walter. I was like, oh, okay. Mm. <laughs> Walter's a, that's all I know. Walter was on Raw. And, yeah, that was uh, interesting. Raw was, Raw was rough for me. <clears throat> like, super duper rough for me. To, to. <laughs> Smackdown was okay. Um, yeah, it was just okay, honestly. Um, I'm interested to see because because Wyatt attacked Brian on SmackDown, I thought that yeah. they were going to have actually Brian beat Shinsuke to have him a part of the mid card, you know, title match. Because right now there are three heels: there's AJ, Roddy, 
and Shinsuke. And all three of them are heels. So that's to me, that's really, really weird that you have all three heels uh, in the match against each other. And I just, which makes, you know, there, I, it's, it's like I kind of feel, I, I kind of like the, uh, the brand supremacy thing. And, but at the same time, it's like becoming another version of um, battle uh, not, uh, bragging rights. Like it's just, it's like WWE. It's the same thing as bragging rights at this point. But and it's like, why don't you? I like the, I like the brands going against each other. But make do some type of stipulation. Like I just something, I, yeah, something because it's like a bragging right. Most said he liked the raw team. I don't. See, and that's something else I don't like. When you're just merging heels and baby faces on the same team. I, I don't like that either. I like old school when it comes to like the baby face teams, the heel teams. I don't like when um, you merge just baby faces and heels together. I'm all about character development. Um, this is the plot. This is the hole that he dug himself in. I know I haven't been on here for about three weeks. <clears throat> NXT is his own promotion, right? NXT guys get called up to the main roster, right? Yeah. Why in the cream cheese then is Sethy Boy Rollins and Daniel Bryan challenging for the NXT title when it's promoted as the lower promotion? So yeah. if something DB is challenging for the NXT title, does that mean NXT now want to say levels Raw SmackDown? Doesn't mean for money in the bank, you know, only can go at the both titles. Might as well have the same name. Now yeah. you can go at the NXT. That means whoever wins the Rumble, male with male and female Rumble, they can challenge for the NXT title at WrestleMania. <laughs> hey, right at WrestleMania. Exactly. No one's going to watch the no WrestleMania right. with no NXT title. Right. <laughs> so right. it's just a. All right, let's uh, let's zoom out. Uh, we heading out here uh, real quick. Michael's asking uh, thoughts on WWE editing fans not cheering Rollins. Uh, again, it goes back to character. I mean, obviously, you know, Vince McMahon is is like Seth Rollins is the new Roman Reigns, and I, you know, I've said that, and that's basically what what the deal is. The fans are just turning on him because. Uh, Vince McMahon is making him the guy, and uh, you know, good thing it's not Roman Reigns because <laughs> you know, Roman Reigns. So, but, but the, the thing is, this and we talked about this a lot, Chris. We was at, at Manny's together. The difference is with Roman, the guys boo Roman, but the guys still respected him. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, we don't like you because you're down our throats. But we at least respect you in the ring. Like, we see you out the ring, we're going to give you props. Same thing with Captain Four Kids Senior. People just don't like Rollins. Yeah. He's getting to the point. <laughs> I mean, I have not legitimately seen people just di- just dislike someone since Brett in 97. But that was different because Brett was, you know, it was Canada. So they respected Brett, but it was like, all right, we don't like you Canadian. America's right. better. And I got Canadian friends. And you still joke about that. Yeah. People yeah. don't like Seth. Yeah. They really don't. It's worse than X-Pac. Yeah. 
That's true. <laughs> Let's uh, ask a few uh, Survivor Series questions. What year did the Survivor Series begin? What year did the Survivor Series begin? I was supposed to be asking a bunch, but we got uh, backed up with uh, trying to get them on here. Uh, all right. So uh, as I asked uh, the Survivor Series questions, go ahead and go. Uh, go ahead and go with your five from five to one. Uh, top five NWA world champions, and we're not talking about straight out of company. National Wrestling Association, or National Wrestling Alliance champions. Right, Number five, well, honorable mention, Ron Killings, first and only black National Wrestling Alliance champ. Number five, the original Nature Boy, Buddy Rogers. Number four, Giant Baba. Okay. Because he was the first to go back and forth with America and Japan. Number three, Luthers. I mean, how could you not have Luthers in your top three? The awesome to this day has the longest reign of it in fast press. Fast press. His reign was over 2,000 days. Number two, of course, you know, uh, Nature Boy, Ric Flair. And number one, now, Joe Briscoe, not Hacking Smith. Well, Hacking Smith was world. I'm sorry. Now, Gene Kaniski, number one. Good buddy of mine. Had him on the show. Was tight with his family. I told him this when he was living, and now he's gone. Number one, Harley Race. Yeah, I figured that you were. A-time champ. Just epitomized the, the national the, the title. You can't think of Harley Race without that belt. Yeah. Nigga, him with the belt and him with Vader. Eight times world heavyweight champion. <laughs> All right, last question. What was the main event of the 1992 Survivor Series? The main event of the 1992 Survivor Series. All right, as we leave uh, my my five, number five, I'll put Jack Briscoe, uh, hmm. mid-90s. Um, I'm sorry, mid-70s. He was, he was the nice. Yeah, mid nineties, uh, mid seventies. Uh, he was uh, the man in, in NWA. I think uh, had it over eight hundred days uh, combined, and uh, he was awesome. Four, I gotta, I gotta give my boy Dusty some ba- some some credit, baby. Three times, baby. He really put the NWA World Heavyweight Championship on the map with this hard times promo, baby. Uh, good job, Mo. Hart, Bret Hart, and Sean Michaels. All right, I'll ask one more before we go. What type of match was the Undertaker versus Kamala at Survivor Series 92? What type of match was Undertaker versus Kamala at Survivor Series 92? Uh, three, Luthas, Thes, Press, Thes, Press. Um, two, Harley Race. And, uh, and number one is Ric Flair, baby. Wow. Rick Flair. Gotta give it to my gotta give it to Rick Flair because you know he's uh With the list. um Shelston. Yeah. Oh that man is Shelston. Uh I'll give Shelston. I'll give it to you, Mo. I'll give it to you, Mo. It's it was actually a coffin match, but I'll give you casket. What's the difference? Coffin yeah. casket. <laughs> the wood, the wood. Remember the wood uh the wood, yeah. the wood coffin. The wood, Kamala. <laughs> Had that, you know, Undertaker had that promo when he was uh, making the uh, yeah. <laughs> making the wood coffin. Yeah. All right, everybody. It's been a pleasure. Uh, this has been an amazing show. Uh, special shout out to my guy, 
Evan Tech Prout right there. Will, will my face be a regular? Uh, will, will the fans be able to see my face regularly? We'll see, now? man. Uh, I see. The thing is, I like my setup for um, uh, uh, for my regular shows, but uh, I like this setup too because I like you know just the, my transitions better with my other setup. Oh, yeah, yeah. But yeah, just uh, I th- you know, the only thing I have to do is just uh, you know, doing, doing the show. Just uh, we'll, we'll we'll do it. So I, I think your face should be a regular. P and P four hundred countdown, as McBride yes. said earlier, sounds like a, a race car. Yes, P and P four hundred got an awesome, awesome guest. Uh, I got some surprise. I got some surprises for you, Babel. So, and it's the thing. Up. We got some if, awesome uh, surprises for if you. If you combine the seven plus years of P and P, the six plus years of Under the Mat Radio, you have legitimately. Over a thousand episodes. Yes. Yep. That's a lot. That's uh, a lot of content. Yeah. yeah. A lot of content. Pay window. Yeah. The pay window. All right. Uh, special uh, shout out to Wrestling Rumors. Do uh, also uh, holding this live too. Uh, it's also on my personal mm-hmm. Facebook page, and of course, Crave Wrestling YouTube. The PNP family. Appreciate everybody. Follow me at Chris Prolific. Follow Evan at tech underscore UTMR. Uh, and uh, I have um big shout out again to Ice Train and PN News. Until next week, everybody. Enjoy Rick of Wrestling. God bless. And always remember, I do it for you. Thank you guys for this call. Remember that? <laughs> right, right. <laughs> Whatever that was. <laughs> Larry Land. Have a yeah. good hour, buddy. God bless. Peace. Good night, bye. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.